Pat Mahomes. Bust. What would you have said if I bet you a hundred bucks at the start of at the end of the round robin and start of the playoffs that the stars would be in the Stanley Cup playoffs or Stanley Cup finals? I don't know because bomb that was their best player. So how do y'all feel about this? Very impressed with how bad they're doing. Donovan Mitchell, who right now looks to be a superstar. Yeah, and as a Cowboys fan, I have learned how dangerously good Aaron Rodgers has been with he can just thread a pass. A lot worse than I thought. So what do you think is going to happen in the game tonight, Kevin? I don't know what to think. They've won a game by uh, two points, three points, and one point. Yeah, a, a very high number. Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, and that's all I have to say. He's still a top five quarterback in this, le- in this league, and there's nothing really anyone can do about it. Before the season started, traded for Mookie Betts. What do you think about that trade, Austin? If he can step up, that'll really help the Lakers in the future. It's just amazing, and I don't care what the Red Sox got for trading Mookie Betts and David Price. The Dodgers, in my opinion, win it. I don't have to see what players they give up. I think we should move on to the Yankees, who... But after that, everything just fell apart. (laughs) What's up, y'all? Welcome back to our 16th episode of Outsiders Opinions. We recorded over 15 videos, so let us know what your favorite video has been so far in the comments. If you're listening on Spotify, go to our YouTube channel and drop your thoughts in the comments. Are you a fan of the Cowboys and think your season is totally lost because you have this guy named Ben DiNucci as your starting quarterback? Or are you just interested in the rookie quarterbacks this year? Well, both of you should go listen to our last episode where we discuss the rookie quarterback, the rookie quarterbacks this year and how well they have done so far. Today, though, we will do a recap of the World Series. So what a series, Austin, going from the game four craziness to the craziness last night. Yeah, it was a great series. Uh, it was I wish there was a game seven, but I mean, the Dodgers deserved it. And you were right in predicting them winning in six. Um, I was very impressed by the way they just took over when their offense just couldn't get it done. Their pitching held through. And uh, uh, Urias is one of the best, uh, is, can be one of the best pitchers in the league at times. And he, he showed that throughout the playoffs this season. Yeah, and just to before we go more into the game, I forgot to mention the history that was made last night as the Dodgers didn't win the World Series, but as the first time Outsiders Opinions predicted the game and the winner because the NBA, our NBA predictions for the finals at the very beginning did not go so well. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's amazing what the Rays have done with this roster. I I was they they've been uh consecutive in consecutive seasons since 2018. They've just been getting better and better and better and better, and uh it all started really in 2018, uh when they uh I think that was the season they picked up Tyler Glasnow with that trade with the Pirates, and that's also when Blake Snell won his first Cy Young. Um, which I think he has a possibility of winning more. Um, what do you think about them him t- being taken out? Yeah, I don't. I understand he's facing the order three times, but or when they took him out, it, he was going to face the lineup again for the third time. But I understand the an- analytics side, but just how he was he dominated the Dodgers a lineup, whose we know their strengths is hitting. 
and you struck out the big players. You struck out Mookie twice. Uh, I can't. I, he just dominated them, and he was only at seventy three pitches. So that's pretty good when facing a team who usually dominates with two outs. But he just, as soon as they got to two outs, nothing happened. He struck the next guy out, or he got him out with a pop fly. So, and then right at, like, what's the worst thing that happens if you keep him in? Yeah, I mean, that's the real question. I mean, I the reason why I feel like you keep a pitcher like that in is because of what he's shown you previously, not just throughout the playoffs this season, but also because he is – he is a, a someone who won, like I said, a Cy Young before. He's a pitcher that you have to rely on. And if you lose because your Cy Young caliber pitcher gives up a lead in Game 6 of the World Series, I mean, you just have to bite the bullet at that point. I I, I understand the athletics, uh, analytics side that Blake Snell is not that great when it comes to facing the lineup that late. Uh, uh, they're facing it like the third or fourth time through. However, it is it, it, at that point, like I stated previously, it's time to, to bite the bullet and ride with your the guy that you're counting on in those situations, not to go to the bullpen when they don't even have that all that great of a bullpen. If they had like a, a Yankees caliber bullpen that you could go to Zach Britton or uh, Orlis Chapman, who are pretty consistently good in the playoffs, it'd be a whole different story. But I mean, as we saw. They're, they just couldn't hold it up, and Fairbanks and Anderson gave up runs that tossed them the, the chance of pushing it to a Game 7. Yeah, and to talk about the bullpen, I think they do have a really good bullpen, but they had used that bullpen earlier in the other series. Like, I think they had to use a lot of their bullpen against the Astros. So the bullpen is not at its best, and I think they, even in this series, they had to go to them a lot as Kevin Cash was just as soon like he wants to keep that uh Dodgers offense so if one guy starts looking bad he'll pull him out put a new pitcher in but when you come to this moment and you decide to go to your bullpen they're banged up they're fatigued and it leads to what we saw happen that Dodgers offense you they're not being Blake Snell just flat out dominated them but you gave a different pitcher, and their offense did what their offense has done all year. Yeah, they just came through when it matters, and that's all they really needed. Um, yeah, I mean, speak. What were you uh, saying? Uh, speaking of the, you talked about how what the Rays have done every year. How about Randy Rosarena, a rookie, and he set postseason records with ten home runs and twenty nine hits. What do you think about that, Austin? Insane. I was blown away by how much he's grown this season. He's still a rookie, even though he played last year with the Cardinals. Um, and uh, I, I was overjoyed seeing him break all these records. As it, it's, it's a season where we needed to see new things happen. I mean, 2020 has been uh, a down year, and to see someone just come in – coming in as a rookie playing one of the greatest postseasons I've ever witnessed personally. Um, uh, it, it's, it's impressive. I mean, the only one that's comparable is the record that he beat Pablo Sandoval in uh, 2014. Um, I, I was 
astonished by him beating it. I didn't think he was going to be able to, but he proved me and a lot of people wrong. Um, but I want to stick on the part that the Cardinals have been giving away players, at least two that I can think of off the top of my head, for almost nothing. Um, and that that what what do you think about their decisions there? Yeah, they may be. I think the other player besides Randy Rosarena is Luke Voigt. As I know you know him pretty well. He led the league in home runs this year, I believe. Yes. And I think that may be the Cardinals' fault, but I think that goes to show how great this Rays front office is. As they, you mentioned uh, Tyler Glasnow and Austin Meadows. Well, Tyler Glasnow could have played better in the postseason. He's, he's a pretty good pitcher. And I think he's going to be a great pitcher for the future of the race. And they also got Austin Meadows for Chris Archer. So you get you trade Chris Archer to the Pirates for Tyler Glass now and Austin Meadows. And I bet if the Pirates could take it back, they'd want those two those two players back as they're the number one overall pick this year. And yeah. uh, one more quick thing is the Rays have paid out twenty eight point three million, which is the third lowest number in baseball for payroll and that is only ahead of the pirates and the orioles and both of those teams are in the top five for the this upcoming draft pirates are at number one and baltimore's at number five so that goes to show how good the rays are at developing talent and keeping and they made it to the world series with 28.3 million and the only teams lower than that are teams that are obviously thinking for the future what yeah do you think about that uh, i mean i did they they have a very very bright future but i also want to talk about how the pirates have been giving up players just like the cardinals but the pirates had charlie morton who's now with the rays they uh who first went through the astros and won a questionable championship there but uh they also had Garrett Cole, who's now in the Yankees and in better places, greener pastures. And the same thing with Tyler Rosnow. Some of these teams just do not know how to manage their talent. And it seems like the Rays, they definitely do. And that's what got them here. And once they can put some, uh, some a little bit more money into their program and get their players to become even more – I mean, they got experience from the season, and this will definitely help them uh, throughout the rest of the, uh, the runs that they go on. Yeah, and now – We've talked a lot about the Rays, and I think maybe if they get some more, they just need to pick up their offense as they couldn't. They can't keep up with the Dodgers' offense. Uh, many teams cannot, but with what Blake Snell did with just a one-run lead, th- the Rays should have pounced on it. They should have taken a big lead, and I think you said if they had made it to five runs off off air, you said – if they made it to five runs, they'd probably win. Or, yeah, Boston? yeah, okay, yeah. Sorry. And then, but for the Dodgers, Mookie Betts, uh, he was the second. He scored the tie-breaking run, and he hit that homer, and that, and I. This is his first year in LA, and I think. I don't know what the Red Sox got, but like I've said before, the, the Dodgers brought in Mookie for one reason, win a championship. What do they do in his first year? Win a championship. This this trade between 
the Dodgers and Red Sox is already looking great for the Dodgers. We'll have to see what the Red Sox get, but like I've said before, I think it's just a great trade for the Dodgers. Yeah, and like I said, the Dodgers won the trade if they wanted if they want a ring. And what did they do? Like you stated, first year they won another. They they, they won their first in thirty two years. They won uh one in nineteen eighty eight, and now after trading for Mookie Betts, who is an integral part of their team, and then. It, it, he's now won two in three years. It's impressive. Um, Mookie Utori is shaping up to be a almost surefire Hall of Famer, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how much, uh, uh, how many more accolades he can uh, coop with the uh, with the Dodgers over his last eleven years there, because he's there for another uh, over a decade. Yeah, speaking about uh, future Hall of Famers, how about Clayton Kershaw? He got two wins in the World Series, and there's been this idea of him not coming big in playoffs. I think he made a sizable he, – he, the evidence in this series or in this postseason shows that that's just not the case. He came up big, and I think two came up big in game one, and the second game he played wasn't that game four. If I'm correct, or game five, my bad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And just phenomenal. And I think he proved, and he finally got a ring. So he's got to be, he's definitely going to be in the Hall of Fame, but he has had postseason success. He just passed Justin Verlander, I think, with 207 strikeouts in the postseason. So that just goes to show how great of a pitcher he is. He may, he may have not played well in past postseasons, but he played well this postseason. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's been one of the pitchers in our decade, and it's 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 cool seeing a guy win a championship in his hometown. Uh, even though the Rangers weren't in it, he is from the Dallas area, and it was he he knew that uh, this was his chance to win one in Texas because. Texans, Texas is a long way from uh, reaching uh, the uh, World Series again, like they did in 2011 and 2010. But we'll we'll have to we'll have to see if Clayton can get another, or because uh, he, he's really been resurgent this this year. He, this is one of his better seasons, and last year he also pitched well after pretty disappointing 2018. But yeah, I, mean, I he's <clears throat> he's ended the notion of him not being able to perform in the playoffs. I, I believe he should have been given a little bit more consideration for World Series MVP, but Corey Seager was definitely deserving also. Yeah, Corey Seager, if you didn't know, he got the uh, World Series MVP, and he had eight home runs in this postseason. And him, you, I think they have him under contract for a little bit a while longer. So we talked about Mookie Betts. He didn't play that well, but you have Corey Seager, and then – a guy who we also have, Cody Bellinger. I don't know how – I'm not sure about Corey Seager and uh, Cody Bellinger's contracts, but I'm, I know they're definitely on for next year. The future looks bright for the Dodgers as they have Corey Seager, who just won the World Series MVP. They have Mookie Betts. They have Cody Bellinger. And then they still have Kenton Kershaw and another bright young star. And it hurts me to say as the Rangers almost got him. They have uh, Walker Bueller. So that both of these teams, I think, have a great, a really bright future. Wow. So do you agree, Austin? 
Yeah, I mean, it's going to be very interesting to see how these teams perform in future seasons after their great series this year. Yeah, so I think that concludes our episode. So thank you for joining us for our 16th episode. Next episode, we will take an in-depth look at the entirety of the MLB playoffs. So we will talk about each series and look at what both teams can take away from it, what surprises were there. Um, do you agree with us about the Blake Snell decision? If so, let us know in the comments. Also, share with your friends about if you like us or if you hate us. Just go with your friends. Hey, check this out. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. Be on the lookout for more episodes from Outsiders Opinions. <laughs>